Hello, and welcome to Homegrown KC, a podcast dedicated to exploring Kansas City's fascinating history and sharing stories from a church past. I'm your host, Laura. Join me today as we explore a piece of Kansas City's history. Hello, everyone. It is that time of year again. Time for the annual year in review. For my new listeners, this means that I give you a rundown of all the cool things that happened on the show in this year, 2023, and I'll give you a preview of the upcoming year, 2024. Uh, But first, I would like to take a moment to introduce myself to my new listeners. Figured this would be a good time to do so. My name is Lara. This show has been my passion project for going on five years now. I started in September 2019. Homegrown KC was actually the first podcast to discuss Kansas City history in the Kansas City area. Now there's like five or six others, but Laura was the first. I research, write, record, edit, and make available to you this show. I am the only one that does that. It's a solo project. I also run all the social media pages, the YouTube, the website. Uh, websites technically since there's also a patreon and design the merchandise i don't sell the merchandise directly Um, there's a third party that does it for me i have a bachelor's degree in history with a focus on ancient and medieval history with a minor in classics from umkc this university of missouri kansas city and i have a master's in public history from middle tennessee state university mtsu so um public history is museums, archives, stork preservation, stuff like that. It's a a huge field. It it covers more than that, but those are the three mains, I would say. Um, During my master's, I studied museums, archives, historic preservation, and public archaeology. Public archaeology differs from other forms of archaeology in that it's community-driven and focused, so it's also known as community archaeology. During the course of my undergrad and graduate degrees, I worked at seven different historical institutions, one museum, two archives, a historical society, a historic fort from the Union side of the Civil War. Sorry, that was a kind of awkward way to say that. Um, One history-based walking tour and an archaeology lab, which was super cool. I finished all of my schooling in 2016, and as most graduates do, um, honestly, I've spoken to more folks who experienced this struggle than who did not. I sh- struggled, really, really struggled to find a job in my chosen field um, because the field is so hu- huge in terms of people who want to do it and so narrow in terms of available jobs. Uh, long story short, I moved back home, back to the Kansas City area. Ended up working in administration at an insurance company in KCMO. And, you know, at first I thought it'd be a month or two until I got on my feet. And then that turned into six months. And then that turned into a year. And then before I knew it, I had been there for five years. However, I finally re-entered the public history field in September of 2023. I am now the archivist at the Black Archives of Mid-America. We're located in the Jazz District, which is centered at 18th and Vine. Our mission is to collect, preserve, and promote black history in 
America, but I think we we really focus the most in Kansas City because that's where we're located. I I'm just loving this job so much. I get to do so many cool things. And everyone I work with is also really passionate about local history, specifically, of course, local black history. And so I'm learning a lot of, about local black history. I'm being challenged. I'm putting all the skills that um, you know I gained during my master's into use, and it's very fulfilling. Um, but while we're on the subject, I want to make it clear that this podcast, Homegrown KC, is my personal passion project. It is not in any way at all whatsoever associated with the Black Archives. Therefore, if I make a political statement such as the Israeli government is fully engaged in genocide against the Palestinian people and it's wrong and they need to stop, that is my own personal stance, okay? That has nothing to do with the archive at all. So that's the way it's going to be forever. I work at both, but the two do not actually intersect. Okay, so here we go. Let's go on to the review. In 2023, we completed topics two and three of series six, Historic Theaters. Topic two focused on the opera houses, and topic three centered on the long and glorious history of the Folly Theater, which is the only 19th century theater still operating in Kansas City today. Then completed series seven, Amusement Parks. Topic one was Electric Park. Topic two was Fairyland Park. And topic three was Worlds of Fun. Sadly, Series 8, All About That Jazz, was canceled. And that series was to have been this fall and focused on biographies of famous jazz musicians from Kansas City. However, that's also when I transitioned to the, my new job at the archives and I didn't have the time, excuse me, um, or energy to, to focus on the series. So it has been tabled. I didn't take nearly as many adventures this year as I did in 2022. Uh, if I remember right, I had something like 20. Homegrown KC Adventures in 2022. Not that many this year. I think I had like half that mm, 15 max this year. Um, for my newbies, an adventure is pretty much where it sounds like. I visit a historic neighborhood, a museum, a history festival, a new exhibit, something cool in Kansas City. I take a bunch of photos and I share them with you on my social media platforms with a small statement. I also have what I call adventure minisodes. So that's when I've gone out on an adventure, but you know what? One to two sentences is not enough. I have a lot to say about this particular adventure. So then I make a recording and I'll tell you about it. This year I counted, let me see if I have this accurate here, eight adventure minisodes, the Johnson County Museum, the Rainbow Tour Part 1. I still have to complete the tour and then I'll give you Part 2 in 2024. The Spider-Man exhibit in Union Station. Chiefs. So Chiefs was um, sort of a little different in that it was two adventures combined. Um, I attended the Chiefs training camp, which is something I usually do every year. But I also attended my very first football game at Arrowhead Stadium, and it was so cool. Um, so I talked about both of those adventures. Um, let's see, there's four. So um, Went to the Sobella Aquarium, Kansas City's new saltwater aquarium located at the Kansas City Zoo. Went opening weekend. It was so cool. Um, six is the Truman and Museum and Library. Seven, Lee Summit Historical Museum. And eight, Kansas City Museum. Yep. So there we go. 
eight minisodes for you this year. Finally, I also have a Patreon, which I mentioned before, where I sit down and I talk with other local historians, archivists, archaeologists, authors, researchers, and museum curators about their work. Um, I occasionally make one or two of these episodes available to everyone for a limited time, but I do have a couple of them that are available to everyone for forever in perpetuity. Um, the first of them is my conversation with Chief Louisa Libby of the Wyandotte Nation of Kansas from 2022. And the second is my conversation with Dr. Karma, the Executive Director of the Black Archives of Many America from 2020. So like I said, those two, it's, uh, kind of technically three because I had to break up my conversation with Chief Louisa into two parts. Um, available to everyone. All my other Patreon recordings are only for Patreon supporters. This year, I had seven Patreon exclusive episodes. The Federal Native American Boarding Schools, which was a traveling exhibit at the Johnson County Museum beginning in 2023. It's no longer there. Enchanted Years of the Stage, I spoke with the author, Dr. Felicia Landre, about her book, same title, on the history of uh, theaters in 19th century Kansas City. Urban Hikes KC, I spoke with the owner of Urban Hikes KC, Lisa Pena. Um, and it's it's kind of basically what it sounds like. It's a walking tour or a hike of the city. So not you're not hiking in the woods, you're hiking in the city. Um, she has like 20 different hikes. They're year-round. They're amazing. I've done two of them. Um, I was supposed to do another one this year. I never got to it. So y'all should listen to these adventure minisodes as well where I talk about the specific hike. And then you should go on these hikes. Um, Rainbow Tour KC. Uh, Kansas City now has a self-guided driving tour on queer history. And a friend of mine introduced me to her friend, the creator of the tour, Joel Barrett. So I spoke with him. and. That recording is for my patrons. I also spoke with World Worlds of Fun historian Jennifer Lovesy Mast. Um, kind of like me, like just a, a self-prompted, and now she's become pretty much the leading historian on the history of the park itself. Um, then I covered the trains exhibit in Johnson County. That was a, a temporary exhibit on how trains transformed Johnson County. And finally, I have a Patreon episode with Lee Summit Historical Society's chair board. I said that wrong. Board chair, Dr. Fred Grogan. Um, and like I said, there is a mini-sode by the same name, um, Lee Summit Historical Museum. But... You get additional information with the Dr. Grogan episode. Okay, so in 2022, we reached over 4,000 downloads that year. So my goal for this year was 5,000 downloads, and we did not make it. That's really my fault. We were, honestly, we were on track to reach 6,000 downloads until I stopped recording in September. However, we did still beat last year's record of 4,452 with, this year, as of now, this recording, 4,652. And we broke some other records as well. So from April to July this year, each month had over 500 downloads. There were four months in a row that had over 500 downloads. That was super exciting. And then 
August was like 499. It was so close. Um, actually, so my notes here say that May had over 600 downloads. First one. That was, that was awesome. And we have reached a total of over 15,000 downloads for the entire history of the show. In fact, as of this recording, we have 16,917 total downloads in the history of the show. As an aside, though, my host platform can't monitor people who listen or watch to episodes on YouTube, so my numbers will be a bit off as I expand into YouTube. And I know I've been saying that for like three years, but one day I'll actually figure out how to do so. I had a couple of ideas of mine, and I just found out that one of them's not going to work because Zencaster changed its, um, uh, I don't even know what you call this, like, uh, it's package. There we go. So the, the free platform, which I've been using, no longer has video attached to it. So I'm going to have to try my other idea, but Zencaster would have been the easiest, and that's disappointing. Anyways, I am confident that together we will finally reach 6,000 downloads in 2024 because I got some really cool stuff coming. So, Jazz from, yeah, sorry, um, <laughs> I'm not telling you about 2024 just yet. Jazz from Series 1 still remains the all-time most popular episode with over 3,000 total downloads. Chiefs, also from Series 1, continues to reign as the second most popular with over 900 downloads. Third place is Western Auto Building Part 1 with, actually, let me double check these numbers real quick. Let me put you on pause. Okay, we're back. So yes, these numbers are still accurate. Um, Western Auto Building Part 1 is at 401 total downloads. Pendergast Saga Part 1 is at 367 total downloads. And finally, in fifth place is my original introduction with 308 total downloads. The five most popular downloads in 2023 were, and now I've got my phone up so I can verify these numbers in my notes as well, Um, Fairyland Park at number one with 289. So it's actually also in sixth place for total downloads of all time. Electric Park with 239. Worlds of Fun Part 1 with 224. The Folly with 178. I skipped one, sorry. Um. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, so it changed. Um, In my notes, The Folly and Worlds of Fun Part 2 were tied, but now Worlds of Fun Part 2 is actually 182. That's the one I ended up skipping. And The Folly is still at 178. So, there's something I noticed after the Pendergast saga. Um, I did not say the wrong Pendergast saga. And then I really, really noticed after my um, eight-part series on the Nelson Atkins Museum of Art is that you like part one and you like part two, but after that, you get bored and you stop listening. So, I understand, especially eight parts, that was completely unexpected. I got a little bit frustrated over it, but there was just so much history to cover, and it was all pretty fascinating. Um, I would encourage you to listen to all of, you know, parts three, four, five, whatever there may be. But I am going to to work and see if there's any way I can limit that. 
I just don't think it's going to happen, though, to be honest with you. I, I think this is just part of my process that we're going to see more multi-part topics in the future. Okay, so this, there's this last bit here. I know you've been anxiously awaiting for announcements regarding 2024. Yes, I am continuing the podcast. Yes, Series 8 is next. No, it is not going to be all about that jazz. That's going to be a different future series, number unknown. Instead, what I've decided to do, is 2024 is going to be a little bit different, okay? So, I've tried to organize my series in three to four topics that are similar or related in, in some way. And then, you know, maybe I have more than three to five episodes if there's a multi-parter, but three to five topics. This time, the series is going to last the entire year. I'm doing that on purpose. And if I have gauged the content of each topic correctly, there's going to be 10 or 11 episodes. Might be more. Sorry. Um, originally this series was, was going to be a year, but I was going to focus on the history of Leavenworth, Kansas, my hometown in October. I changed my mind. Sorry, Nanny. I know you've been pushing me to do that for a long time, but I, I'm really excited about this next series. I know I'm really trying to build it up for you guys. Um, so my notes say currently unnamed. Sorry. I actually do have a name. Let me type that in real quick. Um, if I remember correctly, I was going to name it. Yeah, that was it. Okay. I had to I had to spell it out to remember. I apologize for the, the delay there. Okay, so series eight is going to be titled 2024, We the People. And it's because I want to look at issues, not issues. Um, how else do I want to say that? I want to look at events in the past that are related to our current presidential election. So it's going to be like, okay, here are these social political issues that we're dealing with today. How did we deal with them in the past? I'm going to start off with national um, political conventions. I'm sure that most of you actually don't know that Kansas City has hosted the DNC and the RNC in the past. Then I'm going to move on to President Truman, especially since we have the library museum right here, excellent resource. And I met a couple of folks who work there, so they're going to join me on a Patreon. Then I want to talk about immigration and labor history. I want to talk about the history of local libraries, um, especially in light of the surge of um, and again, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, community members who are pushing to outlaw certain books in school libraries and public libraries. Actually, a friend and I, we, we already started, um, it got delayed by, because of Christmas, but in 2024, we're going to read banned books together, outlawed books, and then get together and discuss them. So I encourage my listeners to do the same. And if you are interested in what books we're reading, I will pass on that information to you. I want to talk about environmental history because climate change and how it affects every, every aspect of everyday life is so important. And then I want to end with suffrage, specifically here in Kansas City. 
stories of queer history in Kansas City, which would be totally perfect for this um, series, yes, are not going to be covered because there are so many that that really is going to be its own separate um, topic. And that's going to be the only thing I discuss are queer stories. But do check out the Kansas City Rainbow Tour. Listen to part one. Go on the tour if you live in the city or you visit the city. Um, if you just Google it, you can open up the tour in the app or on the website, and you can actually read the um, transcript for each stop. So if, if you can't ever visit the city, that's still a good way to get some history there. I don't have any adventures planned for 2024 yet, except as I say that, I take that back. I, I do have one plan. In June 2024, and I'm... Sorry, I had to stretch. Um, I'm really excited about this one. It's going to be really, really fun. So Union Station just opened up its newest temporary traveling exhibit um, like two months ago. It's on Legos. So I really want to go. I really want to go with my brother, actually, because he was obsessed with Legos when he was a kid. But he doesn't live in Kansas City, so I need to convince him to come visit me. And um, usually they wait until the end of the current exhibit to announce the new one. But the next exhibit is such a BFD, such a big deal, that they announced it like two weeks after the opening of the current exhibit. So I feel a little bit bad for Legos. Um, but, but here we go. If you haven't heard, in June, Union Station is going to host an exhibit from the Disney archives celebrating 100 years of Disney history. Ah. Oh, it's going to be so cool. So much stuff. Google it. My grandparents bought tickets the day they announced the tour, or sorry, the, the the upcoming exhibit, the day they went on sale as a early birthday gift, sort of late birthday gift since it's not until June, but whatever, totally will accept that. Other than that, nothing is planned. But Kansas City has so many historical sites and museums that I've yet to visit that um, there are a ton of options. Also, the um, the Rock Hill Bridge, did I say that right? I think it's Rock Hill Bridge, is supposed to open up next summer, I want to say, maybe in the fall. So that's really cool. They took this old um, industrial bridge from the stockyards, and it crosses the river, so it, it connects Kansas City and Missouri, uh, sorry, um, Missouri and Kansas, and they're turning it into an event space. So the bridge itself, they're building on, that's going to be the main bit. You'll be able to walk across it and there'll be shops and restaurants on the bridge. They're also building out some decks on the river so that you can do some uh, like uh, canoeing or kayaking on the river. And there's going to be a zip line because the bridge is right next to Kemper Arena. There's going to be a zip line from the top of Kemper down, and I don't know where it's landing if it's going across the river which would be super cool or if it's landing somewhere else in the west bottoms but yeah um they started that project i want to say they started it last fall they might have started it at the beginning of this year and i'm pretty sure they're going to finish next year so when that opens definitely going to see that um the new wow totally blanking here hold on a second um it spins <laughs> Ferris wheel. There we go. The new Ferris wheel 
just opened up um a month-ish ago. Maybe a little bit less. It's going to be in another new little entertainment district called Penway Park. Um, there's going to be shops. No, I take that back. I don't think they have shops down there. They're going to have restaurants. Or they're going to have mini golf, I think I saw. Um, and a little concert venue. Just a, like a really small one, probably for local bands. I doubt they'll have anyone big there. And the Lumi Museum is supposed to be down there too. So I reached out to the guy who runs the Lumi Museum months ago and we had something set. It fell through. I'm going to tr- see if I can get him on the show and do a Patreon episode with him in 2024. So this Lumi Museum sounds really cool. It's all historic neon lights that he has been saving and collecting for years, possibly decades. So there's a couple of ideas for cool stuff to look forward to, to do if you live in or visit the city, and to listen to me gap about. All right, so I think that's all I had for you today. Thank you for checking me out, for listening in. I hope you will consider becoming a financial supporter of the show if you are able to do so. There are several ways you can do so. You can subscribe to patreon.com slash homegrownkc or redcircle.com slash homegrownkc. Or if you just want to give a one-time donation, you can give that at redcircle.com slash homegrownkc or coffee.com slash homegrownkc. That's ko-fi.com slash homegrownkc. If you become a patron supporter, and you can do that for as little as $1 a month, once you sign up and create an account and subscribe to the show, you'll be charged that day, and then on the first of every following month, it'll just be an automatic withdrawal. And if you become a patron, you get three things. You get an item from the merchandise store valued at $5 or less. You get a shout out on every um, social media post and recording. So thank you for your continued support, Joan and Bjorn. You guys are amazing. And you get access to exclusive bonus content featuring other local historians, archivists, museum, curators, etc. as I have discussed previously. If you simply donate, you'll receive a shout-out on the next episode, but you don't get anything from the merchandise store and you don't get this extra bonus content. Additionally, if you donate on coffee, first of all, donations on coffee, I'm saving specifically for new equipment. A new laptop, she's 10 years old, she's slow, um, a little bit glitchy sometimes, needs an update. Um, and also I would like to get an actual camera and not just use my camera on my phone, which is about five or six years old, um, so that I can take better quality photos for my adventures. So that's, if you want to donate towards technology and updated equipment, please do so on coffee. Um, but coffee donations automatically, um, let me go back 1% automatically goes to help fight climate change, which I'm really passionate about. And lastly, you can send me stars on Facebook, which equal like 10 cents a star. (laughs) Um, If you cannot support me monetarily, which is cool, I get it. This economy sucks. You can still support me by liking, following, subscribing to all my social media pages. That's Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Tumblr, Twitter. Also my YouTube channel, Homegrown KC on all of those. Make sure you rate and review me wherever you listen, but especially on Apple Podcasts. 
You can visit my website for additional information on each topic. That's homegrownkc.wordpress.com. And that is the only location in which you can sign up for my monthly newsletter if you are interested. Once a month, you're going to get an email that says, here's what's due and upcoming. Here's what's going on with the show. It's just a great way to stay up to date. Um, sometimes I give you sneak peeks of stuff. Um, and I think in the future, I would like to do giveaways, but I haven't figured out how or what or anything like that yet. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or episode suggestions, you can email me at homegrownkcpodcast at gmail.com, or you can DM me on any of my social media networks. For merchandise, if you want to see what's available, go to www.zazzle.com slash store slash homegrown underscore KC underscore store. Again, that's www.zazzle.com slash store slash homegrown underscore KC underscore store. I've got t-shirts, long sleeve shirts, hoodies, tote bags, coffee mugs, buttons, magnets, all the stuff. As always, thank you goes out to my very talented sister-in-law, Sarah McCombs, for the creation of my logo, to the Dear Misses for the use of their song Kansas City as the intro and outro music of each episode. They are a local Lawrence-based, uh, Lawrence, Kansas-based band, and to local libraries, which enabled me to gather all my research. And thank you for listening. Cheers. seem to shake this feeling and I can seem to get you off my 